Welcome to the Exec MBA Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Jeff McNish and Gopika Spanley. Jeff is the Assistant Dean for the Career Center here at the Darden School of Business, and Gopika is the Managing Director for the Professional Degree Programs at the Career Center here at Darden. And I recently caught up with Jeff and Gopika to talk more about some of the recent news and updates around our working professional programs. That's our part-time MBA and executive MBA programs here at the Darden School of Business. If you're interested in learning more about career support for our part-time MBA and executive MBA students, this episode is essential listening. So without further ado, Here's my interview with Jeff McNish and Gopika Spanley. Gopika, Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Brett. Thank you, Brett. Well, it's great to have you here. Uh, this is a rare opportunity for us to take the Exec MBA podcast on the road. We're here recording this Darden Media Studios in Charlottesville, not our us- usual Roslyn location. It's great to talk with both of you. How are you doing? Gopika, how's everything? I am well, thank you. I'm energized um, after spending uh, a week here with our executive MBAs in the class of 23. It's been uh, a fun-filled, productive week. So uh, I've I've been really happy to kind of see them here all together. Um, It's a bit bittersweet as this is our last week together, but it's it's been a good one. People always ask me what's my favorite part of the executive MBA calendar. It's this last week of school. Uh, It it does have that bittersweet quality, but the students are so comfortable with each other. They clearly have gotten to know each other for the full 21 months. And, you know, there's a lot to look forward to, so much much to come, but it's a wonderful time to also look back. I understand that uh, on Friday night, there's going to be a like a, a movie, a photo montage the students have put together, possibly uh, 20 minutes in duration, which I'm really excited about. That's a lot, that's a lot of memories. Um, but it's a wonderful week of school uh, and uh, just such great energy from the students. They're having a, having a great week. We were at Three Notched here in, in Charlottesville last night and uh, just, just wonderful to hang out with the students one more time before they graduate. Jeff, how about you? How's everything? Good. I'm, I'm getting ready to head to uh, a conference next week where we do a lot of information sharing uh, to bring back best practices and in, in career services for executive MBAs and part-time MBAs. And uh, it's been real exciting to be here this week with an extra 130-some MBAs in addition to our full-time MBAs. The hallways are full. The energy is great. Um, it's, it's just really, really a, a great time of year. Trees have exploded and graduations just around the corner. So um, good, good, good time here right now and, and looking forward to my trip. Absolutely. Uh, April in Charlottesville is a, is a beautiful time. So if you've got to come for a week, LR2, no better place to, to be uh, for executive MBA students for sure. And uh, for first year full-time MBA students, they've entered quarter four, their post, post-core curriculum, they're getting to pick their classes. Of course, the second year full-time students graduation on the horizon. It is a wonderful uh, time of the year. So uh, some of our listeners been listening to the podcast for a while, may recognize your voices, but other folks may not know you uh, quite as well. So Jeff, can you tell us uh, who are you? What do you do here at the Darden School of Business? Sure. Uh, my, my name is Jeff McNish. I am the assistant dean for formerly the Career Development Center, or in short, the Career Center. Uh, The the team uh, works together to help employers achieve their hiring goals, as well as students to help them achieve their their, uh, post-MBA career plans. Um, We're about a, we're 21 
person strong team that really takes the the thousand plus Darden students and really helps makes uh, help make the their their career dreams um, come true. Um, I've been at, at Darden for about seven years and in the industry for over 20. Uh, I tell people routinely, this is my dream job. This is the, the favorite career that I've had out of out of three. And uh, there's no better place to, to do this but at, at Darden and work with a, an incredible group of students as well as an incredible uh, set of colleagues and, and team members, uh, Gopika being one. So I, I'm, I'm glad to be with you today and, and excited to share more perspectives with uh, with the listeners. Thank you, Jeff. And Gopika, tell us more about you. Who are you? What do you do here at Darden? Yeah, so my name is Gopika Spanley, and I serve as the Managing Director for Career Services for our Professional Degree Programs. So that includes the Executive MBA, as we've been discussing, the Part-Time MBA, and our Master's in Science and Business Analytics. Um, in my role, I oversee a team of executive coaches and um, also a member of our employer engagement team. Um, there are actually three of us based in Roslyn, uh, myself included. So I made my way down, obviously, for this week, uh, given it's the leadership residency. But normally, I am in Roslyn, based out of Sands Family Grounds, um, which is where all of our professional degree students um, take classes and spend time. So um, I have been in my role for a little over a year now and have really been enjoying it. I've been learning a lot um, and I've been really excited and energized by the talent um, that I see across all of the programs. So um, so really, really enjoying my time here. Thank you, Gopika. And there was so much career uh, there's so many career updates, so much career stuff happening. We thought that it would be a good time to have both of you on the podcast, recent employment report. Uh, a lot of students have been asking about what, what's happening with the part-time MBA program. Uh, what are those students up to? We also have a new course that's been added uh, to the executive MBA program over the past couple of years, what's called the professional advancement course two that builds on uh, the professional advancement course one. So given all of this, felt like it was a good time to have both of you come on the podcast. So Jeff, I want to come to you first. Um, it's been a busy winter and spring for the career team. Lots going on. I know it's probably hard to summarize all that's been happening with a few highlights, but if you could, uh, what jumps out to you about uh, what's been going on with the career team these past few months? Uh, really what we've been working hard at is to expose, uh, expose our students, uh, in, in Roslyn and here in Charlottesville to the different opportunities that are out there that uh, MBAs can can take a look at. Um, last, uh, uh, in the last six months or so, we've, we've had a networking night where we brought in employers uh, from around the, the Metro DC area and other parts of, of the Northern Virginia region uh, to meet with our students to talk about opportunities at their companies to talk about their their corporate cultures to talk about him how mbas can make a difference it was a wildly successful event we had the room was filled with employers and students and there was uh, lots of of eating and drinking and information sharing and it was it was special it was a special night um really really neat to see uh the interactions and uh and, and the engagement um so that was one big thing we did. Another one, another highlight that that I really enjoyed doing is I had the privilege of facilitating a, a panel of executive search professionals. And this was probably the first time in my career that I was able to uh, engage uh, an executive search panel 
or executive search professional to hear about how they do their business and, and what they're looking for. It was very fascinating um, to hear about the process and the types of, of roles that they recruit and, and the expectation uh, that, that, that they have. The, the biggest takeaway was how, uh, how uh, what the biggest takeaway that I got from it was the, the, the long-term relationship perspective these folks take. They, uh, when, when, a, when a student or a professional engages in executive search, uh, it is not a transaction deal. You are signing up for a long-term career, long uh, engagement, uh, and, and thought it was just, it was, it was fascinating to hear and, and, and learn ab about that. Um, and then last but not least, just recently, we've partnered with uh, a set of business schools. We do this this every spring uh, to run uh, a multi-school uh, interview forum. Uh, we have, uh, last couple of years, we've been doing these virtually. Um, we just wrapped up our, our final one um, with uh, three or four dozen students uh, interviewing for possible jobs um, post-degree uh, across all our formats across 12 or so so business schools. And, and it, it's just a testament to the power of um, a, a network of, of business schools coming together to create opportunities for uh, MBAs uh, going out into the world after after they finish the degree. Um, those were three ter terrific events that that we ran to to expose uh, Darden students to um, opportunities after the degree um, and what they can do with a with a, a future career. So really excited about those and, and, and the outcomes that we expect to see from them. For our listeners who are less familiar with executive search, uh, how would you describe that uh, to someone? Uh, great question. Uh, there are executive search firms who are retained by companies to go out and find and source talent. And uh, multiple levels, there's, uh, there's uh, Executive search firms can engage entry level, uh, probably more likely than not what we we see in our, our MBA world where uh, they're going into general management uh, type roles. Um, executive search firms are most commonly known for placing senior level uh, C-suite uh, positions um, or, or sourcing candidates for those positions and then walking them through uh, the selection, pro selection process. And what was, was fascinating about it is, is these search firms are interested in talking with MBAs, possibly not for their next career, but for the one that may happen two, three, four, you know, four jobs later. And, and staying in touch and, and, and hearing how they develop, uh, how, the, how the students develop themselves in their current roles that may set them up for a future a future hire. And one thing that I took away from it too is as you engage these um, these search firms, which generally come, which generally are at no cost to the student, because really it's the employer who's looking for the candidates that 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 sponsor these, is that as you're having conversations with the uh, principals at these executive search firm, they're they're apt to give you some career advice, and and it's a great way to get some some free career counseling 
on top of what you know our, our students get with with Darden or through our alumni career services center. Um, and uh, the, the, these typically the the principals at these firms are are, are very dynamic. They're very engaging. Um, I remember in the panel we we didn't have to prompt them for very much. They did a lot of talking and a lot of perspective sharing. Uh, so it, it turned out to be a really fun conversation between us. And I expect that's what would happen with with a candidate who engaged in executive search firm is that you're getting a lot of advice and having a really good conversation. And, and one day uh, in the maybe future, uh, they're, they're helping you uh, advance in your career. Well, thank you for indulging that, that question. I recognize that maybe some folks might know what executive search is, but it's helpful to, to learn just a little bit more. So Gopika, our part-time students, uh, they are now entering quarter five of the program for folks who are not as familiar with the part-time program. Students move through the program in essentially two-month quarters. So every couple of months, they get new classes. They typically take two classes at a time. Uh, so here they are moving into quarter five. I know these students have had uh, they've been interested in career-related uh, activities. There's been a lot that's happening. Uh, so, how have you been? How have you and your team been working with the part-time students over over these past months? Yeah, indeed, they have been interested in careers. Um, and I think the way in which we've structured uh, our services and been thinking about their experience, Brett, is really um, across the period of time in three steps. So the first one being uh, a year very much of exploration and discovery, and that's where we're at right now. The second year, the second portion of their experience would be planning and preparing for the next career remove. And then the third part of that experience would be launching that next chapter. Indeed, that mostly likely aligns with their last year on the program. Um, So this year, the team and I have been very much focused on supporting part-time MBAs exploration of career opportunities. So helping them to get to know better different routes or different opportunities within different industries and functions. So we have hosted a series of either expert-led or alumni-led discussions in finance, consulting, technology, private equity and venture capital, and entrepreneurship, which if interestingly, there is, um, you know, a, a notable group of part-time MBAs within the program currently who are interested in either now or down the road um, starting their own businesses. Um, so we've had these series of ongoing uh, events and, and uh, sessions. We've also offered some broader career exploration and, and skill set developments. We, in fact, have one next week um, that is very much geared towards helping part-time MBAs um, uh, promote their own brand within work and prepare themselves for potential promotion uh, within the near future. So um, we've had a lot of those different activities um, that have been well attended, and I think well received. Um, and throughout this time as well, we've continued to offer one-on-one coaching. Uh, so we think that's obviously a very important element of our services, often to be there as needed as students face um, questions or concerns or just want guidance um, during, you know, while they're in actually uh, obviously currently employed too. So, um, so there's been a lot happening and I'm excited to share in, in some of the, in later on what else is coming their way. Yeah, speaking of other things coming their way, uh, these students in quarter six of the program will have an opportunity to take a course called the Professional Advancement Course. This is a course that also shows up in the Executive MBA curriculum. It's a credit-bearing, uh, career-focused course. I think one of the biggest challenges for working professional students when you think about career-related activities is how do you find time 
uh, for these activities. And so having a credit bearing course, have it, having it built into the curriculum of the program, uh, well, that helps address that concern, right? Because you are doing the work at towards towards uh, a credit bearing course. It helps you prioritize it. I think that can be a challenge for part-time for executive MBA students. So tell us a little bit more about the professional advancement course or PAC as it is known in our program. Yes, PAC. Uh my colleagues and I are excited about this. This is right around the corner. Um, this is the first time that we'll be teaching, um, as you mentioned, the part-time MBAs, but obviously we have experienced uh, with this for several years with executive MBA. Um, and to your point, Brett, what, what I think is really important about this program and what is very special about Darden's approach to working with working professionals is to carve dedicated time and space for students to have this reflection opportunity and consider their next career step. Um, as you can imagine, they're so busy with work and, and as you said before, and, and classwork and coursework and personal life. Um, so this is time uh, for them to really reflect on what their values are, what are their motivations, what are their interests, what are their passions. And through a variety of uh, assignments, a lot of classroom discussion and peer-driven discussion at that um, we help students both clarify and hopefully advance their thinking on their career agenda and uh, really start to, if they haven't already, start to define what they believe their personal passion, you know, professional passion is, um, at least in the short term. And then we help them think through the path and the plan to take them from where they are now to where they want to be. And um, it's a, a course that we've um, really received a lot of very strong positive feedback from students um, in that it has helped provide uh, really important clarity uh, at a time when some of them may be feeling a little bit lost and confused. So um, we're, we're, we're looking forward to this opportunity coming up. Yeah, the thing I love about the PAC course is not just the self-discovery, uh, but the connections that are made through the course. So you it, you always hear, at least I do, uh, from students who realize that some other student in the class had a very similar career interest or they had a connection at a company that could potentially help them. And there's this networking that happens through the course, which, of course, that happens in other courses as well, but I think particularly so uh, through the professional advancement course. So excited to hear about how it goes for our part-time students. I know it's a much beloved course for our executive MBA students. Um, Jeff, speaking of our executive MBA students, uh, the employment report uh, just came out. And, and in that report, there's several uh, several data points about our executive MBA class of 2022. I'd encourage our listeners to check it out. The employment report is out there on the Career Center's website. But would you uh, highlight anything from that report that you think our listeners might be interested in about the executive MBA data? Sure, it's it's a it's a tradition that at the uh, at the end of every uh, season we highlight the outcomes of our of our student body and uh, typically or traditionally we've we've focused uh, primarily on the full time MBA students but recognizing uh, the powerful outcomes that our working professional students get we wanted to we wanted to to capture that and and so. Uh, once again, we've returned with an employment report that is comprehensive of all Darden students. Uh, the, the big news out of, of the employment report, particularly for executive MBAs, is that our students are moving. They're making great progress in their careers. So they're either moving up uh, within their organizations uh, and, and taking on increased responsibilities or, or, they're, or they're moving out or on uh, switching into either a new industry, a new company, new functional role, 
uh, to, to advance and advance their careers. And we saw um, in this year's uh, crop, a lot of people um, moving up and, and, and transitioning. And that's really exciting to hear because they, they, you're, you're able to, to achieve the, the MBA at the same time, but then also take the next step in, in advancing your career. And, and I encourage, like you said, everybody to, to go look at the employment report. That lots of statistics and, and numbers in there. Uh, we saw salary gains. Uh, we saw uh, movements into more movements into the tech consulting and financial services sectors. Uh, very traditional or typical for the MBA uh, population. Um, but at the end of the day, the results for from the class of 22 uh, were really impressive uh, in in light of the in light of the job market, and uh, were were literally uh, as I was walking down here in the process of looking at some data from our class of 2023 executive MBAs in hopes of a of a October October late October early November 2022 employment report from the most recent graduating class. Great. Well, we'll look forward to that. Um... I want to keep with our executive MBA students and talk about our executive MBA class of 2024, Gopika. Those those students are now in a course called Professional Advancement Course 2, which our listeners will note that sounds very similar to Professional Advancement Course 1, but is a continuation of the work that you start in the Professional Advancement Course uh, that you take earlier in the program. Pack two, as it is known, is is new. It was added uh, for our executive MBA class of 2023. It's been continued here for the executive MBA class of 2024. Um, Gopika, tell us a little bit more uh, about this course. Uh, what what's the goal? What what do students get to do? Pack two just launched, as you mentioned, in Q4, so early March. So it's well underway um, and is is going well from from all signs. Um, Pack two is all about learning skills or developing honing skills um, related to career search and career strategy and starting to make a plan towards making progress towards that career goal. And the beauty of this course, which is slightly different than pack one, well, certainly different than pack one, is that students get to choose their own pathway, if you will. So they have an option to select from eight modules Um, They must commit to two, that's two are required, but they decide what they want to focus on. So to give you a sense, um, some who are thinking of making a career career transition in the next year may be focused on um, module-like interviewing skills or resume and and marketing material workshop um, or net negotiations, for example. Others that are actually looking for opportunities to advance might be working on a a session that talks about self-assessment and branding. Um, And then there's actually an interesting uh, takeaway here is that about a group of 40 students have identified themselves as interested in entrepreneurship. And there's a module um, that is actually designated and designed to support those students think through their potential business plan and how they might want to launch that in the the coming year or two as well. Um, So all this is offered through a series of instruction, both virtual and in-person, and activities that support it. It's, I will say that that interest in entrepreneurship, that feels um, pretty similar to the executive MBA class of 2023 when they went through this course. It felt like there were a lot of students in that class who had also circled entrepreneurship as an area of interest. Yeah, that's right. In fact, I think there are slightly more in this class of 24. 
Um, and, you know, we recognize that not all of these students are, are going to um, leave their full-time jobs and, and sort of start a business immediately. Um, but what's been interesting and in, in what the Batten Institute has shared with us, which is um, the institute dedicated to technology, innovation, and entrepreneurship here at Darden, has shared with us is that they see, you know, a number of Darden alumni across their actually careers launching their own businesses. So it just sort of further reinforces that interest within our executive MBA population. I also feel like I've heard more from executive MBA students in recent years about entrepreneurship through acquisition, where you go and acquire uh, a small business uh, and run that business. Um, it feels like that that's picking up um, some steam with students too. So we talked about career uh, programming. We've talked about one-on-one -on -one, uh, counseling. We talked about the credit-bearing uh, courses that are in our executive MBA and, and part-time MBA uh, curricula uh, here at Darden. Uh, but Jeff, career support here at Darden begins prior to matriculation. Uh, we are recording this in uh, mid or so April. Uh, we are about to launch a resource for our exec and part-time students called CDY Finding or CDY for short, uh, tell us more about this this resource, uh, this series of self-paced modules. Sure, um, it is. Uh, this is created probably four or five years ago for the full-time MBA um, in advance, prior to the pandemic, and it actually helped us out a lot when we were we were virtual um, as we were uh, running our our degree programs. Um, remotely during the pandemic. Um, it is a, a series of three workshops or three modules through our learning management system that a student can take anytime, any place, anywhere. Uh, Self-paced um, and, and, and that, the, that's a, a benefit because we know through our professional advancement course teaching that the value of investing time in reflecting on who you are and where you want to go uh, can be extraordinarily impactful um, in in one's in one's career. Um, we are uh, actually launching it Monday for the for the next class. So those of you that that consider joining Darden uh, this fall, uh, you will have access to it um, very quickly, uh, and it will take you through different uh, activities. Um, Kind of at a high level who are you where would you like to go what are some self-reflection exercises there uh what are the different mba career paths so if you're pursuing an mba you're not sure what's out there we'll give you a chance to uh understand and let's begin the journey of understanding what types of jobs or career paths are out there um, after you finish the degree um, and then the, the modules wrap up with um working on the different materials, marketing materials, maybe if you will, that uh, you would use in a job search. So focus on your LinkedIn profile, focus on your, your resume, focused on uh, cover letter writing or networking phone calls, giving you the, the basics um, of, of all of those that we, we certainly build on in, in either one-on-one -on -one coaching uh, as, the, as the school year progresses or through uh, workshops that we we run uh, during the during the school year, but it, in a nutshell, it's an online career course for our working professionals, uh, designed specifically with their uh, career uh, career career journey in mind, and uh, we we catch the big highlights of 
uh, of exploration and uh, understanding and, and, and wrap it up with um, the basics of, of the MBA job search, like uh, an MBA level resume or an executive level resume. So how do you see CDY uh, fitting into the overall career uh, support approach here, here at DART? When we created this, it, the vision was that we wanted a, a resource that students could access anytime, anyplace, anywhere, that, that we are available um, a lot during the, the student's journey uh, on weekends, class weekends, uh, at breakfast, lunch, at breaks. Uh, we make ourselves available during business hours, during the day. I think there's even some coaches who, who will give up some early evenings to do some, some coaching. Um, and, and, but we want, we know that, that not all students will think about their career at, at four o'clock on an afternoon and that maybe they wrap up an assignment at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night and want to invest a, a, a little bit more time in, in, in their MBA experience and, and they can log into CDY and, and, and tap some, tap some resources. So it definitely complements what we do in person and around uh, around the program, um, and, and we make it available throughout the entire uh, journey. So whether you we we do encourage you to explore it as you as you get ready to matriculate and as you begin the program, but if you need to take a break from it because life is busy, work is busy, school is busy, um, you can jump right back into it several months later and and pick up where you left off. So uh, it's 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 a great tool to meet students where they are. Uh, it's a great repository of, of the best career assets that, that Darden, Darden has. Um, and we, we look forward to students engaging it um, in all types of, of ways and, and, and at all times during their, 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 their MBA journey here with us at Darden. Well, Gopika, I'm, I'm thinking about where we are in the calendar. Here we are in the spring. Uh, the summer is a time of, of transition, so to speak, right? We have a, a one class graduates, we have another class coming in. Um, we also have our first year students turning uh, the corner into the second year in the executive MBA program. Part-time students at first class moving into the second year. I wonder, um, I wonder what you and the other members of the career team are thinking about in terms of programming support. What do you what do you have in store for the coming months? Yeah, well, I'll start with maybe our, our class that is just about to graduate, um, uh, but it's also applicable to actually the first year executive MBAs too, um, the 24s. We just launched um, a program that's now three years in running. It's called Executives in Residency. Um, and it is an opportunity for our executive MBAs to have small discussions, typically four or five students, with senior executives, um, often people from the C-suite both Darden alumni and, and others that aren't, um, across a diverse set of industries and functions. So we have 19 executives taking part this year, and students can sign up for the executive that maybe falls within their industry or function that they're interested or already engaged in, um, you know, to have a small discussion or small group discussion around career topics, around leadership challenges, um, and really hear uh, their input and advice, um, which I know they very much value and appreciate. So those are just kicking off in another week or so. And um, and by all accounts from, from certainly last previous years, both the alumni and students have really benefited from them. 
Um, for the part-time MBAs, we are soon to pilot a uh, series of meetings between local alumni, so alumni based in the DC area, and 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 part-time MBAs. So probably a lot of both virtual but also in-person sessions, where again we try to convene small group of students to get an opportunity to really speak with that alumni about his or her experience, similarly what their career journey has looked like, what advice they might have, part of the exploration and discovery that we talked about earlier on the podcast. Um, but I think what we've heard from our part-time MBA students, which is similar to all of our constituents or, or groups of students, is that they really value hearing from alumni and they appreciate understanding um, what their experience has been and getting their advice. So that's something that we really want to facilitate. And that's going to be an important theme across this year is how do we ensure that all of our professional degree students stay both connected to companies and recruiters, certainly, and also alumni within the Washington, D.C. metro area. So um, through those and I'm sure a lot more to come. Yeah, the thing that I really love about the career approach here at, at Darden, you know, oftentimes when people look at our website, they'll see this terminology around switchers, climbers, entrepreneurs, explorers, et cetera. But the reality is it always starts with the individual here, right? You you work so much with each student to try to understand this student's path, where they'd like to go, really formulating a plan uh, for that student. Of course, the career education programming fits into that. Uh, courses that we discussed, the professional advancement course, uh, Impact 2 for our executive MBA students also plays a part in that. But the career team is always there in the background, working closely with the student. Yeah, I think that individual and tailored approach is really important um, because I have to say, you know, students and understandably change their mind across the program. Uh, that's natural. All of us do that over time. So, um, you know, we try to adjust as well. Um, but yes, I, th I think it's really important to have that one-on-one -on -one approach alongside all the other programming that we've talked about. And we try to signal to our applicants that we that we understand that your career goals will continue to evolve over your course, over the course of your time here at Darden, uh, in the career goal question that we ask in the application, we actually have a introductory clause that says, "At this time, uh, what is your career goal, uh, and how does it has an MBA fit into uh, these plans?" And paraphrasing here, but at this time is 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 intentional because we know that you're going to continue to explore, you're going to continue to discover uh, new things, and so where you start may not necessarily be where you end in this process. Uh, Jeff, I know you've you've been around here for about seven years. You've seen a lot of students come through the doors. You've worked with a lot of students. I wonder, do you have a piece of advice that you would share uh, with our listeners as they think about uh, their own career journeys? Yeah, the the advice is network, network, network. Uh, I think um, one of the most uh, next to an education, one of the the best gifts that you can give yourself is to have a group of people in your corner who want to advocate for you, who know, who know your, your talents uh, and who are, are ready to promote you to someone within their network uh, for that possible next uh, career path or, or career journey. Um, I think it's networking is something that a lot of us uh, overlook or regret that we don't do uh, much of. Um, but my advice is to build a habit of investing at least a couple times a month in networking and building out your professional uh, contact list uh, because you never know where your career path is going to take you. You never know where your career goals will, will 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 pivot or shift or evolve as you as you mentioned, Brett. 
And the most efficient way to do that is to have uh, the, the foundation of a very solid network uh, that can help you uh, change if you have to change uh, or change if you want to change or just when the ripe opportunity surfaces from a network that you are willing to entertain that may come out of out of out of the blue. Um, and then the way you do that is is to have these contacts and and have the relationships uh, people who are in your corner advocating for you. And so um, from my heart, the advice, my advice is to network, network and network some more. Well, Jeff, I want to follow up on this because I think some students are challenged by this idea of networking, thinking that it's transactional. I'm asking somebody for something may feel a little bit icky uh, to people. Um, and so how do you encourage students to approach this? Because I know that's not what you mean uh, when you talk about networking. So um, when you say a few times a month engaging with this, what does that look like? Well, the, the easiest part is to, to start with the people that you already know. So if you've got a, a, a college roommate that you haven't heard from in a long time, pick up the phone and say hello. That's where it can, it can be as simple as starting, starting there. Uh, and as you, as you rekindle those relationships, the people who are somewhat familiar with you, uh, hopefully that the relationship continues to evolve and grow. And that's when you take it to the next level and you say, you know what, I'm thinking I'd like to do something like this. Um, do you know anybody that's doing this? And most of the time, your contact's either going to know somebody who's doing it or know someone who knows someone. And, and then that's when you ask for a, a warm introduction and, and, and you sit down and have a cup of coffee uh, with, uh, with, uh, with the contact and and ask questions, get them to talk about themselves. I, 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 um, I, I, I don't think I've met anybody who doesn't like to talk about themselves or their experiences um, and be a great listener. And you don't, have to, you, don't have to, you don't have to take anything from them other than their time. And hopefully they're, they're, they're respectful of that because you bought them a cup of coffee. Um, but, uh, and, then, and then find a way to stay connected, stay engaged. Um, there's lots of platforms out there um, you know, LinkedIn is a really good one, um, but I think a, a good old-fashioned phone call or a personal email uh, does the trick too. And 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 you, you may need something to sort of track where you are in the different uh, with different contacts and stages of relationships. But it's really about um, maintaining a connection with another human being that one day you may be able to help them out, or they may be able to help help you out. And uh, it, it just leads to a, a, a very fulfilled uh, life and career if you've got a, a set of people that are in your corner, if you, uh, if you will, um, that will, will advocate for you or be there for you when, you when you need them or you're there for them when they need you the most. And it can be that simple. It doesn't have to be icky. Uh, it may be awkward at first, but that's why we recommend starting or I recommend starting with people that know you already or are familiar with you in, in, in some way, in some way, shape or form. I love that explanation. Uh, we had a previous career colleague uh, here who explained networking as just being curious uh, about people, um, wanting to learn uh, more about them, asking them questions about themselves, saying, is there anybody else that you think I might want to talk to uh, that you think could be helpful just curiosity driving this uh, more so than any kind of transactional uh, motivation uh, which which i love it aligns very much with what uh, you shared here so 
Gopika, Jeff, thank you for coming on the podcast. I thought it was a great time to catch up about all the exciting career developments over these past few months. This is obviously a, a question that is always on the mind of our prospective students. So, so appreciate uh, your joining and, and sharing your insights. Thank you, Brett. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Brett. And that was my interview with Jeff McNish and Gopika Spanley, two leaders in the Career Center here at the Darden School of Business. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at exec, that's E-X-E-C, MBA at darden.virginia.edu. Till next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.